Hey, what's good, y'all? It's Jay Spreakle here, and we're back with another No Guidance Podcast, and today I'm here with... You know it is, man. Uh, it's Warfa. <laughs> is it my boy Warfa, and isn't this your, like, your third time on the podcast already? Uh, uh On No Guidance Podcast, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's probably like my third time. Damn. So what do you want to talk about, man? Like, let us, let the people know, like, what you've been on since the past one. Since the past one, I think the past one was with Brent, and I remember we were talking about a whole lot of shit. I think we were talking about hooping and stuff, and I believe at that time, I was probably still making, like, public interviews and stuff like that. Really? I really don't remember. That was, so like, just, two months ago, right? Yeah, I'm two just bullshitting, honestly. But I think, I think, yeah, so that's like, but honestly, every couple of months, I just be morphing, you know, like a caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and then it's just like, you know. So you're but, a butterfly, right? Now? Yeah, or? I'm a butterfly. Are you, still, are you still a caterpillar? No, nah, I'm a butterfly now, but like, it's like, it's like a stage one butterfly, you know? Okay, they got okay, okay. It's kind of like, the, you know, but since then, really what I've been on is just uh, a whole lot of social media managing, mm-hmm. just, uh just posting for other people, working on other social media managers, just working in like behind mm-hmm. the scenes, like in the shadows. Uh-huh. So I'm getting really like a feel of really what I guess all social media has to offer, mm-hmm. whether it be behind the scenes, being in front of the camera, behind the camera. So it's kind of different, but you know, I'm open to new things. How's that going for you? Like being behind the scenes? Cause I know you were, you know, you wanted to be in front of the camera when we went on our trip, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, what's the difference? Like, what's it like? Well, the difference is, I feel like it's just, um, I say less pressure uh-huh. in a way. For me, when I was, I was always in front of the camera and I was doing my thing. Sometimes it kind of made me uncomfortable, but that really? was, yeah, that was, that was mainly the beginning of it. Like, just like being in front of the camera, whether it be doing like gym stuff or mm-hmm. public interviews, stuff like that. But I feel like the problem that resided within me was really like, I feel like when I was in front of the camera, I really wasn't myself. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I was trying to be something that I wasn't. That you weren't? Okay. Yeah, that I wasn't. Okay. And I feel like from then on, once I like put on that, um, how should I say, like that persona? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that image? Yeah, that image yeah. and stuff. It kind of just like kept on building off of that and just like, it just, it just blew up one day and I was like, bro, I looked in the mirror and I was like, was that motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it especially it especially hit me once I did the uh, you know the Smash Bros video. Yeah, like when you did in Seattle. Yeah, when I did other people. Yeah, with all the other people. But I was yeah. I wasn't tripping so much because uh, because I was in the video because when I first went there I wasn't even gonna be in the video. I was just gonna go over there and do like public interviews uh-huh. and whatnot, shit like that. But I ended up being in the video. And then it was it was all right. Like it took so long to do in general, but afterwards, like so many people were off there and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, damn. I thought this was all jokes, but you know, it's, it's real life. People people get hurt on really? the internet. Yeah, shit like that. I thought it was just for the camera. Yeah, I mean, it really was for the camera, and that's people. the thing. It's not. It's not even. I don't think that should be how it is. You know, even even on podcasts, I feel like people sometimes people aren't really yeah. how they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, you know, but I don't know, bro. That That's really what I've been on, social media managing. Yeah. Alexa, pause. Okay. That's should my we, bitch. Yeah, should, should we hear it? Oh, yeah.
We're back. Because <laughs> uh, even then, like, I feel like even me, I feel like I put my own persona, like, even with my dance videos, I I, I dance to music that's trendy. Mm-hmm. You know, I dance to music that's, you know, that's popular, you know, that's mm-hmm. in right now. Yeah. But I feel like it's not really, like, the songs that I want to dance to. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of me, like, dancing to songs that I don't really, you know, relate to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I mm-hmm. guess I can relate to you in that. In that mm-hmm. kind of sense, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. Mm. No, I could, I could, I definitely understand like why people do what they do, because mm-hmm. like I feel like you gotta fit in where you fit in, you know, mm-hmm. fit in where the mold's in. And it makes sense for dancing and stuff. So it's like, but that I feel like it, it, it's cool, you know. Especially you be gigging and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. like that's like your own sauce, you know. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely believe, like, don't get me wrong, I love content creation. You know, yeah. I like. I like making stuff that I truly love and then showing it to people. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what I don't want is for me to constantly seek out people's validation. Mm-hmm. So okay. if I'm if I'm out there constantly putting on a persona, trying to fit in where people see me as acceptable, then mm-hmm. there's something wrong with that. I've never been like that. I always I've always been a kid that not not because of my personality per se, but I always stood out. Not because of you know, my personality, like I said, like mm-hmm. that, or like, oh, because I'm mean, not because like I'm that guy, but mm-hmm. I've always been like a little odd, like a little awkward type shit, you know? So, isn't everyone? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like, you know, for me, I think regardless, I'll go back to content creation. Mm-hmm. But once I find, um, what's that shit called? Once I find basically something that I want to post and I feel like I can be proud of it. Rather than something I'm like, bro, what the fuck am I posting? You know, it's like this. So, no... so that's when you would go back. That's when, when I would go when back. You feel like when you look, we actually love what you're posting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how was like the change, like from being in the front mm-hmm. to the back? Because you know, there's some people right now who are just in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you know you kind of wonder like, what would it, what would it be like for them to mm-hmm. come to the front? Mm-hmm. But what was your transition? My transition from being in the front mm-hmm. to the back. <laughs> honestly let me start with the transition from where i was nowhere near the front or the back mm. and then i came to the front and then okay. i searched from the front to the back okay so well like my freshman year in high school you know shy slug sophomore same shit basically junior year started working out blah 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 yeah junior i remember year, that senior year i think when COVID hit, that's when i started to do it right? yeah at that point when i started coming out like into uh basically into the front of the camera basically showing my services showing people what i had to offer that's when that's when i was like whoa this is different like i really i really love this you know type shit because like when i first started it was mainly like working out content right mm-hmm. and i was like okay i feel like oh i feel like i'm making a difference type shit like that type of energy i was like okay yep i'm with it i like being it like at first i mean regardless i was i was shy you know like, yeah. you could you could tell by the way i talked and looked into the camera you know by the way i spoke and stuff like that but um it was definitely a weird transition from being just a shy you know not very confident kid to mm-hmm. being in front of the camera mm-hmm. but getting outside of your circle or getting outside of your comfort zone is really what makes you grow so i definitely grew from mm-hmm. that and then it hit me bro like actually it only hit me until like a couple of months ago really really yeah not like Cause I was like, bro, there's got to be a reason why, like, I like being like, like this. Not really alone, but I like to be like, 
I like to be like in my own yes, circle, in your own space. Not really like in front of everybody, oh. spitting game like ooh, do whoop, do whoop. Because I know a lot of people they're just like really flirtatious, yeah, like, yeah, shit like that. But I was like, bro, why, like, why can't I be like that? And I'm like, damn. Just because I'm not. <laughs> that's no, not. You're, you're flirting away. No, no, no. But like, that's not, that's not what I mean. I'm like, bro, because like the way I grew up, I grew up like dead ass, like not even on the cockish, not even cockish shit. I don't even know how to describe it. Basically, like the way I grew up, I grew up like dead ass, a like, good ass kid. Yeah. Talking church from the day I was fucking like born, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Arabic schooling, you know, Quran schooling, going to uh, the masjid every day, weekend, stuff like that. And from that on, I, I just, that was, that was really me. That was like basically my whole personality. Mm. And like, after, after I did all that, I was like, bro, I kind of got ashamed of it. Of being a good kid? Yeah, basically of being a good kid. Cause I've seen all these like not so good kids and they're doing all this fun stuff mm-hmm. and they're getting all these girls. And I'm like, oh, oh I you know, see, type, I see. type energy, but it's like, bro, it's like, Bro, you should never be ashamed of who you are innately, you know? And I feel like regardless, I'm always be that good kid at the heart. I'm not like I feel like people look at me and they assume a couple things, bro. I'm tall as fuck, so I'm an athlete. Uh-huh. I'm black, so I'm probably I'm probably hood uh-huh. Uh I look good, so I'm probably I'm probably a player. Uh-huh. And um shit, motherfuckers should probably think I'm tall and dumb. <laughs> that's not the case. Really? Yeah, that's how I feel like sometimes, but mm-hmm. um, what should I call it? I don't know. And then I think after a while, I was like, bro, I'm going to break all these barriers. Fuck uh-huh. what they're talking about. I'm, I'm going to do this and that. But at the end of the day, that's like insecurity. And that's my ego talking. And I feel like it's all for their validation. But at the end of the day, I know who I am right now. So I feel like I'm doing a lot better. And yeah, bro, honestly. Well, I'm Mm-hmm. Because, and I also feel like I relate to you in a way. Because back then, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I was always, I was always the good kid, you mm-hmm. know, or something like you mm-hmm. said. But yeah. you know, like I didn't really was a bad kid. Mm-hmm. Like I barely get in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, if I got in trouble, I'm not gonna lie to you. Shit, I'd be like getting hella sad. Yeah. You know, I would. <laughs> I was a sensitive kid. You know. Yeah, me too. And I, if we call that. <laughs> I was an innocent child. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you felt when you said like these I looked up to those people who, you know, were getting those girls, you yeah. know, who were you know, who were you know, just some seemed so fun. Yeah. You know? Because when they were like when they were bad, the teachers would like fuck with them more. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in a way. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, why can't I like talk to those type of you know, mm-hmm. why can't I be like that? Yeah, you know, being able to talk to them. But course you know after meeting you after mm-hmm. meeting brent like that that whole shit changed bro mm-hmm. i've been you know, i broke out of that little shell mm-hmm. to the point where you know i'm not necessarily saying that i'm comfortable mm-hmm. talking to anyone but like i'm trying to get to the point where i learned that it's like you have to have that mentality of like fuck it mm-hmm. you know when you're out with your friends you'll be like oh should we talk to this girl or should we go in here and be like, hey, just fuck it, you know? Because you, you know, we really got that much time, you mm-hmm. know, out here, you know? So we're trying to do the most that we can do, mm-hmm. you know, before we end up, you know, in that yeah. type shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of things have happened, mm-hmm. you know? Being able to grow this much is kind of scary, too. 
kind of overwhelming yeah. at times too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that, bro. No, no, I definitely, I definitely agree with that, bro. I kid you not, that whole trip to Cali really changed uh, my perspective on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And then like, after that point, like, at first when we went to the, um, actually, let's just talk about what you were just talking about, the admiration of certain people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I feel like, you know, for the people that you have the deep respect to, sometimes you do some things that you really thought you'd never do type shit, right? And sometimes, don't get me wrong, those things will be good for you. Maybe in the long run, because it's something that you're not necessarily used to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just, it's really not true. So I feel like when we went to Cali, I feel like that was definitely a good thing. But I think we all got to remember that not everything we see on social media and stuff from our peers, we necessarily have to do. Because we got to think about our own morals and what we believe in, you know? So I think we always got to take into account what we believe in before we go out and do some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But the shit that we do in Cali, I'll never regret in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never regret that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I really don't regret any of the things that I did. I low-key do regret doing the Smasher Pass, but you live and you learn. So, which mm-hmm. um, call it? Shit, yeah. <laughs> no, because back then, I, I was at the point where I wanted everyone Mm-hmm. You know, when is this? Just, when? It was back in like I would say like from elementary all the way to high school, even till now, mm-hmm. or like like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Like you I said wanted until a week ago. Yeah, until okay. a week ago is when I actually realized that I need to stop stop caring like what other people think about me. You know, I would say like when we went to Cali or like a little bit before that, I didn't really care you know, that much. You know, I still care what people. Think. But up until a week ago, you know, man, I was I was seeking for people's validation, man. I don't know, bro. And I I, I never felt that way. Mm-hmm. I I never knew like I, when people said like, oh yeah, I'm seeking it. I would be like, nah, you know, I'm not doing that. And I realized that I actually was. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm to the point where I'm just trying to like, if people like me, they like me, and if they don't like me, well, they don't like me. So, in what ways do you think you were seeking validation? Well, because I'm a dancer, mm-hmm. so if people didn't like my dancing, I would try too hard, mm-hmm. you know, to try to make them, mm-hmm. try to practice, and, you know, you know, when I get the chance, that's when, you know, I'll go again, mm-hmm. you know, try to show them if they don't like it, I'll try again. Uh-huh. That's why I was too shy to, to dance back in high school as well, mm-hmm. because these people, you know, they didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Not because, you know, back then, shit, I was like this little short, shy kid, you know. That's all they thought about me. Yeah. And that's why not a lot of people liked me. Mm-hmm. So when I, you know, when I practiced, when I tried to do that dancing, that's when I was like, yeah, they're finally going to like me. Mm-hmm. You know, they're finally going to, mm-hmm. you know, pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just until a week ago, bro, I was just coming. Mm-hmm. That's when I actually realized, because, you know, my boy Christian, you know, Christian, bro, mm-hmm. me and him be talking a lot about it. So, oh, yeah. yeah. High school stuff like that. Yeah, about about life as well. You know, some shit too. Mm-hmm. I've seen this one TikTok where I was like, if you cringe basically thinking about your past, you're doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, um, not, ain't not wrong. Ain't yeah. not wrong. Yeah, um, no, that shit was funny though. But I think, yeah, I think seeking validation will definitely lead you into some 
a pretty bad place. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you're doing something that you genuinely can say that you love, then you'll be good. Like when I went on, a, you know, how I went on the backpacking trip. Yeah, to the the mountain. Is that with your? It was with my organization. Mm-hmm. We went to Bainbridge Island. So we went to Bainbridge Island. We went a little bit further. We drove a little bit out to like some mountains and stuff like that. And I remember that there was this, uh, there was a guide. So the people that basically took us in are called Wild Society. Shout out Wild Society. All you guys mm-hmm. are guides. They were amazing. But I remember this one guy was talking about, um, so basically I was asking him, a whole, I was asking him questions. I forgot what I was asking. Oh, I asked him like, why do you like, why do you like the wilderness? Like these dudes will go out here every weekend basically that's a great question yeah and some of them some of them teach courses about wild wild society like literally going out just being in the wilderness and stuff like that so i'm like why do you like how do you find so so much interest in this and so we, we just kept on talking back and forth and then he brought up this word called uh, mindfulness you know what that mindfulness. is no mindfulness is basically the ability to know why you are doing something so for you to do something and basically knowing why you are doing it. So I was like, bro, I think out of the whole trip, that's probably one of the key takeaways I took from my whole trip. Mm-hmm. Just the idea of mindfulness. For me to do something, to know why I want to do it. You know? mm-hmm. If I'm going to go out there and do public interviews and ask these retarded questions, why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out here and be a social media manager and I pick up this client. I want to know why I'm doing it. I need to practice. That's a- <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's. I think it's just the idea. My thing is just to know why I want to do anything in life. That's my brother. Yeah, she don't. She she don't even really close, honestly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I also wanted to keep things I took because it's like, let's say for for you, why do you dance? Why do you like to do it? Because it makes me. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm bored, it just helps pass time as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, better question would be, why do you post it? So, my, when I post it, bro, I really want people to feel the same energy that I get mm-hmm. from, like, moving from dance. Mm-hmm. And if I can inspire someone, mm-hmm. then to, you know, get up and dance, you know, try to find something within it, mm-hmm. then, you know, I feel like I've done it for God. Okay. That's what I want to spread. I want to spread, like, I want to be an inspiration for people who don't really know how to dance. You know? Okay. I want to do it's not you know like like I said up until last week that's when I was you know I'll post stuff you know just so that people would like I post things that that generally make, make me happy I think I think that's good bro I think there's really there's power power in that statement just really power in knowing why you want something, knowing why you want to chase something, and knowing why you want to do something. So I think that's definitely something that you should keep. You should just know why why you're doing everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And I realized, <laughs> fuck, I'm gonna say it. Cause look, so I was. <laughs> no, bro, you can say it. <laughs> so, but I was just like, so basically, I was on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I'm gonna have a boy. So I started DMing like hell women. Oh, I remember yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember I was rapping, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm in this bar. I was like, bro. 
I just DM 10. I just DM 10 females. You said I'm 10 for 10. I was not 10 for 10. Man. I was not 10 for 10. Nowhere, nowhere near. Uh, but then after I did it, and I seen how many of them didn't respond, and I was like, whoa, fuck is wrong with me? But then I thought about it, and then I was like, why did I even do it, bro? Do I just want attention, bro? My attention whore, bro? And I was thinking about myself, I was like, bro, I don't know why I'm doing it. Then you probably shouldn't be doing it at all, right? Yeah. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, I'm really not tripping no more now that I don't. There was really no reason to be doing mm-hmm. this. So I was like, shit, you win some, you lose some. That's really the takeaway I take from every time I lose or every time I feel like I take an L. But then again, I think you got to remember that, I think, who said it? I think it was Steve Harden. Never, never base your value on how other people value you. You basically, I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, don't take into consideration how other people view you mm-hmm. or how others perceive you because the way that you look at or people look at you, that shouldn't be the way you look at yourself, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, bro, there's a lot of people who actually like find like interest or like find fun mm-hmm. out of like DMing. You know, those things. It is fun. It is fun, bro. I'm not going to lie. But I don't like, um, I rather like to talk to people face to face. Yeah. Social media is just, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard, man. Because they'll judge you if you say something. (laughs) Something stupid. Or they just, yeah. But, um, But it's crazy how like, like someone's like when someone doesn't fuck with you, mm-hmm. they're like you 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 like start to question yourself like, what is wrong with them? Like why do that? Yeah. You know, there's like just because someone says yeah I don't like that doesn't mean like everybody you know that's you know that knocks your confidence down like one person one person out of seven million is not you know what is that really gonna do to you? you know? mm-hmm. That's what I say that. Yeah, did I, like I said before, bro, you should never, well, the thing is, you're never really supposed to, uh, you're never really supposed to chase people. Uh-huh. I mean, really, there's a specific game to it that I really don't understand. But, bro, you shouldn't let other people dictate how you feel. At the end of the day, really, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I think. But, you know, sometimes you will be in your feelings because, you know, you got this one female is like, oh. Yeah. You think she's bad. You're like, mm. And she doesn't fuck with you. But then, bro, you got to realize, like, I'm not going to lie. I'll be sitting there, and I just, like, obviously, at first glance, when I see a beautiful girl, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, type shit. <laughs> then you got to realize, bro, looks are really not everything. That's true. That's true. That's why people participate in doing that in November, bro. Because it really, give you, it really gives you a sense of clarity. It's like, it really has you look at people beyond that and bro as 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 hard as it may be to like understand but like most of these women like bro i'm not gonna say you have to give them zero attention but you really have to treat them like regular yeah you, you're not right you're not wrong because yeah, i because there was this one one female that i met at a party but thing was i got her number and everything uh-huh. But I showed her too much interest. Really? Yeah. So you wanna, you wanna 
explain on that? With that. You want to explain on that? Like, bro, what, how what do is I... too much interest bro, to do schema? What is too much interest? Yeah. Come on. No, don't. <laughs> no, what is too much interest? <laughs> too much interest is just giving a, I think it's too much validation. Same thing, Q. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I don't really ever do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that either, bro. I think it's just giving up too much of your time and just making yourself, making yourself, uh, just making yourself present just all the time. Because once you make your, once you make your presence just there all the time, whether it be on FaceTime or every day, you're showing her that. You're gonna be the option forever because yeah. you're based on every day. Yeah. Huh. Versus mm-hmm. that one dude that fucking you know calls it once a week for that sneaky link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, you know. But I think I think it's just the idea of like for me too. And there's like there's specific women that you know they come towards me. I mean, obviously I put myself out there, but then inevitably you know they come up to me. But then if they show me too much interest, it's kind of weird, you know. Really. I feel like. But it depends. It depends who it is. But like, if they show me too much, like, I don't know, bro. But then again, bro, I don't really know what love is. I really only know what attachment is, uh-huh. and that's the, that's that's what people uh-huh. really that's what people uh-huh. really need to understand. Uh-huh. There's a difference uh-huh. between love and attachment, bro. Uh-huh. I don't know what love is. I really just know what attachment is. But love and attachment is very different. I feel like personally, because I feel like with love, you're not gonna want anything in return. You're gonna give out this love and gratitude and so forth and shit like that. You're not gonna expect none. I mean, hopefully you 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 get yeah. it in return. Uh-huh. Obviously. What you put out, of course. Yeah, you put in what you put out, basically. But with attachment, that's just that's just that, that's not good. That's really uh, okay. But yeah, enough about that. <laughs> no, but even for me, bro, I don't really. I never grew up like talking to girls like that. Mm-hmm. So even now, I'm just starting to learn like. Leaving them, bro. I, mean, I got no girls like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that is going back to elementary. Like, how are you doing that? He said, How are you doing that? And then you got middle school, and then you got high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't pull one person, you know, during my whole high school. <laughs> a couple, yeah. but even then, I was showing too much attention and they didn't care to fuck with that, mm-hmm. you know? So, even though, like I said, you know, I'm still learning, like, just to not give a fuck. And there's actually, it's actually, Great that we're talking about this because I just found out from Christian that there's a book called uh, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Sounds like Wait, it sounds like a great book. Who's it by? It starts with an M, I think. Mark. Something is. If you have this one app called Easy, I just do audiobooks. And it's easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I listen to that book because basically that's, that, that, uh, that book is about emotional intelligence. I had mentees, but I also have a coach. And that dude is smart as fuck, like, just intelligence-wise. So mm-hmm. I basically asked him for a couple of books that he read when he was going to school and stuff like that. And it was that one. It's called The Subtle Art. Yeah, by Mark, Mark Manson. Yeah, yeah, Mark Manson. yeah I'm trying to read that. I'm trying to read that. It's, a, it, it's definitely a good book. But, uh, yeah, I could definitely feel you on that, what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's funny, bro, because in elementary school, there was definitely, like, girls that like me but like i was in a uh-huh. state of mind where i just i couldn't see it really i don't know if it was because like i was just too in my head yeah, I was too innocent bro 
But it's funny, bro, because I remember there was this, there was this one day, so like, in uh, in Marshall, too, my elementary school, we had this, uh, I think I was like sixth grade. So sixth graders, we had the option of being, um, it was like safety, safety some shit. So mm-hmm. sometimes we'd be at the crosswalk in the garden and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'd be by the recess or whatever. And then uh, so I remember, but it was like around the time the school dance, right? And then a homie went up to me, one of my uh, good friends at the time, he went up to me and he was like, bro, I just asked so-and-so out to a dance, but, you know, she curved me. She, and then he showed me the, the text. <laughs> and my, but I wasn't on none of these apps. I wasn't on Kick. I wasn't on, uh, I don't think I had Snapchat at the time. I, know. I think I dropped that shit in my was it, what, grade? Sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. And then the girl was like, yeah, there was cake. Like, there was cake back then. Yeah. Was like, basically, oh, like, did you go on it, like, dancing, the school dancing or something? Like that. And she was like, oh, well, well, I know, but Warfield. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And then he showed it to me, and then cut it. He just held it sad, right? Doing your, doing, your boy dirty, bro. I don't know if I'm imagining this, but I swear to God, this is what happened, bro. But now that I think about it, I remember the specific things that this girl was doing. I think she liked me. <laughs> I think once the dude was in that school, I'm not gonna lie, but I was just at it. I was just not there. Uh huh. Uh huh. But and then and then I was, and then he was like, "Yeah, bro, I think she wants you." I was like, nah, bro, I can't even do that to you. And yeah, yeah, because that's your bro. Dude, so I remember I was like, I was on, I was on call, like I was in duty. Like when he told me that, I was supposed to be the safety person, right? So I remember, I think. I think I went, I think I went and pulled up on the girl, and I was like, I can't do it. I think it was either that or one of my homies that I talked about it. I think, but I think, I don't know what happened, honestly, but either way, I left my post, and then I think I went to go talk to the girl, I was like, yeah, I can't even do it, blah, 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 and then I remember a recess teacher came up to me, she was like, should you be at work? And I was like, yeah, I left my post. <laughs> and I, back. I, was, I used to be an athlete, bro. Wasn't this be so as fuck? Actually, no. In uh, elementary school, I was an athlete. Uh-huh. Middle school, I was a little bit chubby, not an athlete. Okay. Okay. But then, wasn't really until the end of high school that I really started talking to. Uh-huh. I feel like, but, but uh, yeah, bro. Sometimes I'd be thinking about it. I'm like, damn, I wish I did this and that. Uh-huh. Because like I had friends that like they typically got a lot of girls, but it's funny because like. The typical dudes that would get a lot of girls is really people. It's really the way I think about it is dudes that have a lot going on in their home life, and it's like they don't really show attention to the girls they're talking to. But, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say it, bro. Let me say this right now for those of y'all that think I put a lot of women. I don't. I'm not a player, none of that sort. But this is what I noticed, bro. Uh-huh. With the dudes. And this is not emotionally intelligent men, right? Emotionally intelligent men, they're they're on a different league, like me. <laughs> but I feel like when we were younger and stuff like that, I feel like the reason why these girls fell for these dudes is because I'm not gonna say they had daddy issues, but I feel like they at home they didn't really get the attention they deserved. And then when they went to school and then they found boys and then they tried to find love where really love wasn't there and they tried yeah, to find attention so young in other people, wanna, right? You know? But I think it was just, I don't know. Some people have it, some people don't. Yeah, not really everyone has it. I feel like child gets, Yeah. Know? But you never really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's actually ironic 
that you said like that girl you know you said that got that girls would come up to you and you wouldn't really show that much interest you know they would show so much interest in you and you wouldn't say anything i'm not gonna say plenty of one but yes select okay well, I was, I don't know. but you know like guys don't really get that much confidence you know yeah. so if a girl were to go up to a guy let it happen it's, it's kind of really no it's not true in your eyes okay look but okay, we're like eight times, but it's not a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Like, you know, they're going to be like, oh, damn. You know? Are you talking about a girl complimenting you or a girl, like, just showing you interest? Because, bro, I'm telling you right now, that bitch has to be on a different league of confidence to go up to tell you you look good, bro. I'm telling you right now, bro, it's either, it's either she's a player or she's off of eight shots of Don Julio, bro. I promise you, ain't no way. Woman's going out to you. Ooh, Poppy, you look good. I mean, that's like, true, bro. But then, you say that. Yeah, but then again, there's some dudes that really have that sauce, you know, to the point where, you know, who knows. But I don't think that 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 definitely doesn't happen to me often. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes. Yes, maybe sometimes. But not a lot. But I think women show you interest with just, just being there, bro. <laughs> just their presence, as, as, as cocky as that sounds. I feel like that's what that's what it is, cause like you see a lot of these girls sometimes, um, they'd be like, yeah, I don't really shoot my shot. I just, I just look at you. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, bro, no way. You just look at us for two seconds and then that's like, you're going like to go. But I I, I believe there's there, there's someone for everyone. So if you're not that that confident person, regardless, women are gonna like people that go up to they like that masculine energy type shit, you know. So With a guy going up to a girl. Yeah, spin your game. But the thing is, bro, what I realized, I think I'm shy. Actually, I think I know I'm shy. But the thing is, I'm confidently shy. Like, think about that, bro. Like, just just think about that. Bro. Nah, so, nah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Bro, you don't know no one that's like that, bro. And that's 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 the vibe I'm I'm finna start giving off. No cap. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think you're right. Cause yeah. I I've been working at Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And you know my my goal was you know to talk to as many people as I can. You know try to you know try to get them to you know learn about you know learn about me and just you know try to practice my social skills. Cause you know I'm I'm not really good at. When we went on the trip, you know, like, Delhi, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't really talking to anyone, if you, if you saw that, mm-hmm. it was mainly like you, Brent, Kobe, you know, Samar, y'all were talking, but y'all were making music, what was I doing? So that's, <laughs> yeah, I was gigging, you know, but did I ever talk to anyone? Mm-hmm. Not really. That's why I've been doing it with Amazon, you know, I've been trying to talk to people, mm-hmm. and... I feel you in that sense because I'm confident. I can be like, yep, you know, I'll go talk to this person. I would just say the most random shit, though. I'd be like, damn, I'm bored at work. You know, I'd be like, I'm bored. And then they're like, yeah, I'm bored too. And then, and then you're like, yeah, man, I wish they you know, gave us more break. And you know, you start a conversation mm-hmm. from there. But it's like that feeling of a new person, mm-hmm. I feel like. That's fun. In a sense. Like, you're confident to talk to them about something that's relatable. Shy to talk to a new person. I don't know mm-hmm. if that, you know, exactly the same thing. What you what you mean by that? 
But I guess, like, in a way, that's how I take it. No, I definitely, I think I can, I can, I feel included. I understand. When I started the public interviews, it was for that reason, because I couldn't really go up to people and start conversations, right? That's why, that's initially why I started it. But the thing was, I think I'm going to take that to a different level when I do different content. But with the public interviews, I feel like it's good for everyone to do some sort of, some sort of public speaking. Just because uh, I've seen this in a video too. You can really learn a lot from videos, right? Mm-hmm. said so you should learn how to communicate properly because once you open your mouth, you let the whole world know who you are, right? So I feel like I take that idea and learn how to speak. When I go up there, when I speak, I'm not going to come up here. People, I feel like some people will already have some sort of like view on you. But I feel like if you know how to communicate properly, then it would be fine. Along the lines of social skills, I think there's a lot of TED Talks that you could watch too. That are kind of helpful. I remember there was this one I seen when uh, you're trying to start a conversation or you want to... Because the thing is, bro, when you go into a conversation, you got to have that, especially with the new, new person you're trying to get to know, mm-hmm. you got to have that, that mentality where that's the talk, right? Yeah. You're going in there for a reason. You're going in there to learn something. To, learn, to learn something about them or spread some knowledge, you know. There's this one person that um, basically said that every time I talk to someone, I prepare myself to be fascinated. Because, bro, if you really talk to someone, there's something fascinating about each person's lifestyle, whether it be something they've done, something mm-hmm. that's happened to them, mm-hmm. or something that, you know, they're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a good mentality to have because everyone's interested in what you know. But, um, yeah, well, communication is next. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't really understand that it's, it's necessary. I mean, it depends what job field you want, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a great tool for that. Now you're right because even like going in and talking to someone, I've met so many people that mm-hmm. so many people. They, they, you know, I tell them, yeah, I'm a dancer, but the, no, I, I don't really like, first, I don't, I don't say anything about myself. I don't tell them that I'm a dancer, but every time I talk to them, you know, I'd be like, so what do you do after, what do you do outside of work? That's such a great question to yeah. ask people, because, you know, it's like, it shows them, you know, who they really, it, mm-hmm. or it shows you, you know, who they really are mm-hmm. outside of work, because, you know, people have a work life or a work persona, and there's a, I don't know. There's a real life no act outside of work or something. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple people who are like, yeah, I make music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sing. You know, yeah, I do like stuff. And it's like always crazy to learn something mm-hmm. new, like, you know, that I've never learned. You know? Like, I would think like, yeah, I love, I know hella about music. I know hella about stuff, you know. And then they just tell me something, you know, that's like, mm. so I can relate to that, you know, in, in a way, or to that in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Laws of Power? I never read it either. I think I listened to it. Like, a bit of it. It's a movie or a book? It's a book. Well, basically, one of the laws is that basically, um, the less you talk, the more you get. So basically, say what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I got this book. 
Basically, just say it, say what you want to do. Whether it be if you want to make me feel it, if you want to do it, but if you notice it, you can say that it was something that once I don't think about even thinking. So, like, think about it, bro. Couldn't you just think about it and like, Nah, he has, he has some knowledge. He has some power. He has power and shit. I'm not gonna lie. Like, how the fuck you do that? But he was talking about, he was talking about when you know, the less you stay, the more you get. I don't know what happened. Yeah, but I think, yeah, like you should do more innately, but Centered, or like you know, I'm not just the people who like really just like go on and on about themselves. That's like self centered, conceited. Conceited, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm not really that type of person to just you know go up to someone and just my my purpose, I like you said earlier, the purpose of me learning for someone is to get to know them Mm -hmm. and see what I can learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I after a while, after a while, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm a dancer. But that's not that's not like what my go to is at the start, you know. I want them I wanna know them for who they really are and then after that I'll be like, Yeah, I do this, you know. But that uh, but sometimes you know it can be a little bit stressful because you know all this stuff about them because you know they don't know nothing about you. But that's kinda like the little like mystery mystery that you kinda give off. Yeah. Like what? Like you you know so much about someone but they don't really know much about you. They start to get interested mm-hmm. and be like, hmm, so what do you do? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I got you though. Yeah, bro. 
anyway, I appreciate you, Warford, for being on this podcast this third time. I don't even know, third, fourth time. Yeah. First time with Jerry, though. First time. First time with just me and him, you know. I think I think we had a great conversation today, so shout out all the guidance podcast fifty one viewers. Uh-huh. Uh shout out all y'all for tuning in every time that uh, you know, that our homies be making their, their videos and their, their audience. So shout out y'all. Appreciate it. Always love coming back to the podcast. Uh-huh. And we thank you for being on You wanna shout anything before you before you go? Um shout out to shout out my man. Y'all will see big things coming from social media management agency, shit like that. Uh, W-A-R-F-A underscore underscore. And that's a wrap, folks. Hey, yep. Catch y'all. Do this.